and welcome back to episode 20 of Blob On. 20! It only feels like yesterday we were up to episode 10. Yeah. How time been, flies when you're having fun. Oh, it's been ages. It's been like 10 weeks since episode 10, but it feels like yesterday. Whoa, really? Know, crazy. But what are, what are we mm. going to be talking about for our 20th episode? Well, yesterday we went to see Eternals. Yes, the universally hated film Eternals. I don't understand why. Why are people review bombing it so much? I, I've no idea. But like it's become a meme. Just the weird contrast... You know, like, let me, let me find it. Because the meme right now is that on Rotten Tomatoes, it is the first MCU film to be rotten. Because right now, it's sitting at 49%. But then you contrast that to the audience score, and the audience score is 86%. Yeah, because the people who have actually seen it think that it's a good movie. Yes. Is it just because they know that there's a gay character in there and they've got um, no, I, disability I no representation? What is it? Rotten Tomatoes isn't the most accurate website either because it doesn't give you an accurate display of how good a film is. It literally just goes, did you like the film or not? And then, so you don't get like an in-between. You either like it or you don't. Mm, yeah, that's so not I great. don't like Rotten Tomatoes that much. But yeah, we'll, we'll, what were your general thoughts on the film now that we've talked about the critics' thoughts on the film? Alright, so I've had time to think about it. And my, my first reaction coming out of the cinema was, eh, it was alright. But I've developed and I... Character development. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, yeah. it was confusing at times. Um, my brain got a bit my brain exploded a little bit because they just they just kept on feeding us law, just force feeding law down our throats, and I was like, ah, this is too much. I can't keep up. But it, it's fine. Have you added it to your MCU ranking? Oh, not yet. Should I do that now? Have you? Yeah, I I'm just doing that now because I was like, I gave it a score, but I hadn't put it in there yet. Oh, ho ho ho. I, the the comment I'm going to make after you talk about your way you've rated it, like I, I'm pretty sure you already know, because I mentioned it yesterday, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh, the MCU ranking has had so many films in it. Hmm. Now, this, this is a personal conflict for me. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm happy with where that is at the moment. I'm I'm happy where that is. Hmm. I know where I'm gonna put it. And I think it's gonna be lower than yours. 
it it probably is because when I look at some of the films that I've put lower than it I am like whoa this could easily change Yeah, okay. Right, so do you do you want to say where you've ranked yours first? Like what what star rating and then what place it yeah. is on the So I have given it three and a half out of five. Which for comparison, that's about I gave Shang Chi three and a half out of five. But okay. then the comment I made yesterday. I do enjoy Eternals more than Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. You're allowed. Which brings me into my ranking. I have put it rank 15 with the film, the one film below it is Shang-Chi and the one film above it is Captain America the First Avenger. Okay. Because, yeah, as I said, I, I like it more than Shang-Chi. That's interesting. Because well, that I, I, g- I also gave mine three and a half. Yeah. And mine's fourteen. Oh. What what films is is it in between? Um. So Spider Man Homecoming is above it, and then Ooh, the first okay. Avengers is below it. Ah. So, we we both have the same sort of idea that it's around the first Avenger. Hmm. That. When I was ranking it, I was like, should I put it above First Avenger? That, that's something I'm still debating with right now. Should I put it above First Avenger? That, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like mine could pretty easily change between 14 and 15. Like, First Avenger and Eternals could, like, keep swapping places. Yeah. Oh, when I said First Avenger, I meant First Avengers. Like, the First Avengers film. Oh, the, okay. The- I thought you meant Captain America, the First Avenger. I was going to say, why is it so high up on your thing? No, Captain America First Avenger is number 17. Wait, is What If on here yet? Because I don't have a... Oh, I don't think so. I don't so. have it in my r- ranking. Ooh, do, 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 do. No, okay, it's not. I don't think it is. Oh, that's a shame. But this is probably pretty self-explanatory, but going forward, we are probably going to talk spoilers about Eternals. <laughs> yeah, spoiler warning. Like, even though I don't feel like there's much you can really spoil about this film, as it's just like a lot yeah. of info and lore dump. There's no like real big things that happen. Yeah. Except for like T- except maybe for the ending. Yeah, I guess. Which if people care about it that much. I know. Instantly going instantly going from spoiler warning to me talking about the ending. Yeah. But what did you think of the ending? Because the ending's the thing that like I keep thinking about. The ending got me confused because, yeah. okay, so we we can yeah. like we can just talk about this. We've given them a spoiler warning. 
Yeah. So, so they they've stopped the celestial from from the the um, what is it called the the emergence. Yeah, the they've emergence. stopped the emergence, and then they're going about living their normal life, and then the big red celestial guy picks them up and goes, Harisham "You did a bad Harisham." Yeah, picks them up and goes, right. "You did a bad." I'm going to analyze your memories to see if these this planet is worthy of surviving. Is that what happened? And then he just plucks them out from existence. Yeah, he's like, "You've made a decision to kill a celestial for this planet." So I'm now going to kidnap you guys, go through your memories of this planet, and deem if it's worthy of surviving or not. Oh, okay. Which makes sense, considering that Arisham is the Celestial Judge. Like, his title is Arisham the Judge. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I'm glad that I With other names, like Eason the Searcher. And then you also have one who's the Executor, but yeah, Arisham's the Judge. Interesting. I liked how big he was. Tidbit. He was very big. He was massive. Big boy. Oh, yeah. He was scary when they're just going on a walk and then he just appears. <laughs> yeah, it's like on the horizon, just... Wow. But yeah, no, I found the ending interesting because I didn't really process what was happening until after the film ended. I was like, that's a weird ending, but all right. And then once we got out, I realised... Oh, it's kind of like a cliffhanger thing, right? I get that now. Like, because yeah, when, so... when the ending happened, I didn't actually realise that he took the Eternals. I thought he just returned the Eternals back to Earth, and I'm like, I, I don't see the problem with this at the moment. But then I was like, oh, they, he took them. Makes sense. So is, is there going to be another Eternals movie, or is it going to, like, is the story going to follow on in a different film it's definitely gonna follow on considering we got the whole the eternals will return well yeah but like is it gonna be i don't know if it's gonna be a sequel because there hasn't been like a sequel greenlit or in development at the moment yeah so it's got to follow on in a different movie that's coming out in the next five years or my only suspicion is there might be some of the eternal story in guardians 3 all because um, the self-explanatory Harry Styles post-credit scene. Oh, the Harry Styles post-credit scene, yeah. And yeah, Harry Styles. Um, what is it? Because you've got Star Fox, which is Harry Styles, which is Prince of Titan and Brother of Thanos. And then Pip the Troll, who's with him. I like Pip. I, Pip I only fun. think some of his, like some of the Eternal stories will be in Guardians 3, because Guardians 3, you know, has Adam Warlock, who's been cast and... That was a whole thing. <laughs> How mm. everyone's like, the dude who looks like Sid is now Adam Warlock. Yeah. But, yeah. All, I only think that some story may be in Guardians 3, because Adam Warlock and Pip are, like, closely associated in the comics. Are they? Yeah. Like, Pip in the comics is always associated with either Star Fox or Adam Warlock. Star Fox, just just jumping in there. Star Fox is a bad name. I don't like it. it it's not his real name, though. It's just his haha funny. I know, cool but it's like he it's like he's copying Star Lord at that point. 
Like we've got a Star Lord, we got a Star Fox. It's too too much, too many stars. Yeah. I'm surprised that they didn't mention Thena's relation to Thanos and Star Fox. Cause what is it? It wait, let me let me just Google I'll just Google search, just to make sure that I don't do any wrong information. I like Fina. I liked yeah, okay. every single one of the Eternals, like because they all had like a specific story, and it was it was nice. I like them all. There was only really one that wasn't really that developed, which was the fast one. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. Oh, I've uh, I had it up. Um, they kind of just Makari Makari. Yeah, they kind of just threw in her, like, oh, yeah, she spent the entire time on the ship. Yeah. Makari and Ajak were the two that weren't developed that much. Because it was just shown that Ajak was the leader and then we didn't really see any of mm. her character. But what is it? what was I saying about Star Fox? Yeah. I find Star Fox and Thena's, like, exchange in the post-credits scene weird. All because, like, Star Fox was kind of flirting with Thena. said, like, you're more beautiful than... It was, like, he was just flirting with her, right? Yeah, he was. Which I find weird, considering Thena is cousins with Thanos and Star Fox. Oh, well, you know, the all of the, you know, Greek mythology, they're all sleeping with each other. Yeah, but I find that interesting that Thena didn't mention her relation to Thanos at all. Because Thanos was mentioned in this film like a few times. I'm surprised she didn't go, yeah, cousins cray-cray, what can I say? <laughs> because she probably forgot. Yeah. Because her or whole like, thing was that she... Like, she like... Yeah. It was just It was just a whole thing for dementia, right? Because, oh, she's getting older. She's forgetting things. I do find the implication that, like... I don't know how I feel about the Eternals being revealed to be, like, machines. Or robots. That was... That was weird. I don't... Mm. Because when was... when he did that whole thing of, like, Oh, I created you. And... You know, that whole lore dump thing... Yeah. It was confusing. Why do they have I, I to just, be robots? Because the post credit scene said Star Fox was an Eternal. So that means, like, Star Fox is a robot. But he's brothers with Thanos, who we presume isn't a robot, considering he bled in Infinity War. Unless... So... Unless Star Fox isn't actually related to Thanos, and it's just his his um, imprinted There's memories. Thanos <laughs> and his like family relations is a whole big thing in the comics that I'm not fully like up to date with, and it there's like this whole big thing about how like Thanos is a deviant thing, and yeah. how like. Him and Star Fox, even though they're brothers, even 
like their brothers, but Thanos is this massive purple dude. It It's a whole big thing. I'm not going to get into it or, like, try and go, why are they different? Because there'll be a reason. I just need to find out that reason somewhere. Yeah. But my... If Star Fox is an Eternal, do you think that could add on to, like, Thanos' motive? Because uh. there was a line in the film that Thanos' snap delayed the emergence. Because the whole thing with emergence is yeah. population has to get to a certain point for enough energy for the Celestial to emerge. But with yeah. Thanos' whole snap, it, like, half the population, so no Eternals, uh, Eternals, no Celestials could emerge. So do you think Thanos knew that from, like, his brother or something, and that was part of his motive as well? It's like, bro, I don't want my planet getting destroyed, so I'm gonna just get rid of half the population so the emergence doesn't happen. But how would, how would he know? Like, he, the whole thing, he didn't care about Earth, though. No, I, I don't mean just Earth. I mean, like, oh. other planets. Oh, yeah, but how would he know if there was the celestial seed in there? His brother. Hmm. His brother was an Eternal on Titan, and Eternals only get sent to planets which have a celestial in them. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe... But I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Because then that'll be too That's much, fine. too much motive. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't make any sense. But complicating things. I I just don't really know where like the Eternals storyline is gonna continue. The only real yeah, thing I can think of is just like another Eternal sequel or just a in general Marvel cosmic film. Yeah. Because it does, it felt like its own standalone film, but then we know that it's part of the MCU because they kept on talking about Doctor Strange and Iron Man and. Yeah, but I don't know where the story is going to continue if it's not a sequel. Because wait, the director I'm pretty sure has said that she doesn't really care if this film doesn't get a sequel. But if I she care. doesn't care if it doesn't get a sequel, why did she set up? Why is it end on a cliffhanger then? Why no, is that's there what that I mean. like, the does post credit scene? This. What I mean by that is, does she mean that the story isn't continuing in, like, a sequel? It's continuing in a different Marvel film. So, like, she doesn't really care if Eternals doesn't get a sequel. Because the story's yeah. continuing somewhere else. I think that's what, yeah. I think that's what she means. Maybe. Uh, I would say Thor, um, Love and Thunder. But I can't really see the Eternals being a no. whole storyline in that film. I don't, I don't think so. They mentioned Thor. Mm. But. I can only really see the storyline continuing like another cosmic Marvel film. Mm. I, yeah, Guardians 3, like you said, would probably mm. be the one that makes the most sense. I don't know, though, because James Gunn doesn't seem like the biggest person for like crossing over things. Yeah. Like, I feel like James Gunn just likes to keep his films like independent. And then if someone wants to do the Guardians, like, with other people, then he goes, yeah, go ahead, do it, but I'm not going to be involved too much. Because I, I oh, can't really see know. Marvel coming 
Like, I can't really see Marvel firing James Gunn, rehiring him, then saying, hi, we rehired you. Now you're going to have to include the Eternals in your script. And also, I feel like it will just crowd the film a bit, because I just want Guardians 3 just to be more about the team dynamic with it, and then Adam Warlock being in there. Mm. Just focus on a nice film about the Guardians team, Adam Warlock, and possibly Gamora, because she's still out there somewhere. But she died? Is this a different... I'm in, in still Endgame, confused. The 2014 Gamora. Oh, so remember in, Guardians yeah, 3 is taking Gamora. place before Endgame? N- no, after. But but Gamora's alive. Oh, because they went back. Okay, never. Okay, I've... Yeah, because 2014 Thanos, Nebula, Gamora all came through, and then they left it like intentionally. Not showing where Gamora went. They just showed Gamora leave. Yes. So I feel like they'll be trying to okay. not hunt her, but I just got, find I her down. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, I can't yeah. see where the Eternal storyline is going to continue. But I can see where the Dane, the Dane story will continue. And like the Black Knight story will continue. So... What did you hmm. like and what did you dislike? About the film? About the film. Um, I liked a lot. I liked... I liked... Very specific. Pretty much the whole cast. I, yeah, to, hmm. the cast was really good. The only one that I wasn't like 100% about was Sprite and that's just because it's a kid. And, like, kid actors aren't that great. But, like, there was no real point where I was, like, oh, bad acting. I was just, like, it kind of took me out because it was, like, that's a kid. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, not, not dissing on her acting, but you can tell, like, you have these, like, adult actors who've acted for a long time and then you just have this kid. There was no bad deliveries or anything. It was just a kid. Yeah, that well, there was like a difference, but she was still yeah. good. Yeah, no, she was good. It's not like terrible. Yeah. It's just good. Like, I think that, it was that's a big my thing with like with the every dialogue. kid actor. Yeah, the yeah. script was kind of iffy in some places. Yeah. Especially at the beginning. Because it is a very, it is like a very big new concept. They have to kind of like info dump on us. No, but not just info dump, like lots of Icarus's lines. I don't know if it was his delivery or like the script. Like in the beginning when they're having the fight and then he gets injured and then Ajax heals him. Instead of just like, you know, being silent, he said, thanks, Ajax. And it was, it just felt really out of place and awkward. I, That's like I one, one of my specific takes they're, they're literally from aliens. that. They're literally aliens whose whole thing is that they just have to stand back and go, good job. They're just spectating her. Yeah. I also Fair enough. The, but. I just 
just like the general look of the film. It was very nice looking. But saying that, all of um, Gilgamesh, Kinko, and Druig's lines, and Fastos as well, all of their lines were delivered really well. So maybe it was just a Icarus thing that I just didn't really... It kind of sucked me out of the like experience. I just, like I hated him from the moment that he came on. I, I got What's bad vibes from him. He he was the like he Icarus. was the villain. No, he, I don't like no, Icarus. No, no, he's not the villain. I would say no one was the villain in this film. Wow. But I didn't none like of, him. None I of their motives him. were directly bad. Yes, yeah, some no. of their motives may have been hot kind of bad, but it was with good intentions. Yeah, like, like they had yeah, good they intentions. The Earth, but for good but intentions. I just, but I, I just hated his character. I just don't have any explanation. Just I just didn't like it. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> um what else did I want to say? Oh the um obviously the LGBT rep was good. It wasn't forced and it wasn't just glossed over. It was the perfect it was the perfect amount and I loved it. It was so it made me so happy. Yeah, like I don't feel like they forced Sprite and Icarus's relationship too much. Yeah, they forced that. I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, no, I hated that. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I hated that. Like, I like that Sprite's whole thing was that she's been a child for, well, eternity. Um, and that, you know, she just wants to grow up. And I I can feel that on a, on a, on a, on a level. I can relate to that. But, like, her just being in love with Icarus was a bit weird. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of that everyone just liked Icarus. It's like, whoa, Icarus is the perfect leader. He's the perfect person. Whoa, look at him. Yeah. Like, why do people like... I don't... I just don't understand it. I... Oh. The only flaw I can kind of find with the story is the story felt like... I don't know, it felt like it took, like, 90% of the film was just the Eternals, like, all on a mission just to, like, find each other again and group up. And then once the group up happens, I it like lasts, like, that. two minutes, and then they split up again. I kind of liked it, though. Like, them... Yeah. I, I love, like, family reunion type stuff. I like it. Did you feel did you feel that Cersei's and Icarus's relationship was forced? No, not really. So I, I I I did a little bit. I don't I didn't feel it was forced. I just felt that I preferred Cersei and Dane's relationship more, but I didn't feel like it was forced. Yeah, okay. Definitely felt forced in a couple of scenes. They've 
they've like lived an eternity together and it didn't work out. Yeah, okay. But what are you what are your thoughts on the second post credit scene? The one that it took us a while to work out what was happening. The The Oh, when, because when Kit Harrington dude was going to touch a sword and then someone from off screen said something. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you sure you're ready for this or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. It, uh, I, like, now looking, standing back and looking at what that post credit scene was like trying to set up and tease it was a cool tease I just feel like they kind of hit it too much like they hit it too well that it like yeah. went over most people's heads including oh it definitely us. went over most people's heads because how are they how are most because it's something from comics right because I don't even know who when, when he said about like oh the family history stuff I was like oh okay this is gonna be yeah, because not relevant. The because it's just playing to a lot like of the a comics. Persona that's like it's a persona that's inhabited by like the Whitman family. Is it Whitman or yeah, Whitman? It's like a persona that a lot of the Whitman fam family possess, with like Dane Whitman oh, okay. being the like most popular or like most like in the comics, the one who's most associated with Black Knight. And does he have? But, is it like the? Like the Black Panther sort of thing, where it's passed down. Yeah, it's kind of like passed down. Okay. It's kind of just like a family thing. But the thing with it is that the he kept me. There were there kept being references to like his uncle and fixing things with it with his uncles, at uh, uncle. That's because in the comics, the Black Knight was like a was an antagonist to Iron Man, but it was Dane Whitman's oh. uncle who was the Black Knight at the time when he was a villain. Okay. Interesting. But in, but Dane Whitman's, in the comic, his Black Knight is usually, like, a good guy. So that's why it's kind of like, fix things with your uncle, because it's like, his uncle is the villain version of Black Knight, and then Dane Whitman's usually the good guy version. Okay. But the thing with the sword, I can't remember what the sword is called, the sword just a cool looking sword it, it's kind of your generic um like villain weapon trope that it kind of influences you and makes you more evil than kind of like the one ring from Lord of the Rings oh yeah I was like, just gonna say that yeah it kind of like it I can yeah the best way would be directly related to the one ring it kind of makes you more evil than you are and it extends your life it kind of gives you immortality. Like the rings, like the ten rings. But it also influences you. Mm, but more like the one ring from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, okay. That you kind of just become worse and worse over the years. Oh, okay. And that's why I think inscribed in the box was death is my reward. Because like, whoever had it last, or one of the owners of the sword, had it for so long that when he finally let it go, death was his reward because he'd been like living forever hmm. interesting but yeah then the 
the cool cameo that they hid a little too well was Blade. It wasn't even a cameo. It was just a, it was just this voice. It was like a voice how cameo. is how is anyone supposed to know who that was? I feel like it would have been like better if they like showed the face or oh, like yeah. if they showed the actor and the voice. Hundred percent. Just having the voice is the it problem with just anyone. showing the voice is Blade hasn't been introduced yet. It would be different if he'd been introduced and then they showed the voice. People would go, oh, that voice sounds yeah. similar to Blade, but they haven't introduced him, so there was no, there was no like voice for people to relate it to. Yeah, like it would have been different if you know if it was like Nick Fury's voice or Doctor Strange's voice. Like we already know who that character is, so it's kind of like a yeah. But this is someone who hasn't been introduced yet. Like everyone knows that he's going to appear because he's got like a film coming out. They announce that at the same time, like as the Eternals, but it nothing like he hasn't been in anything since his movie mm. was announced so if they show him and the voice then it would have been better and people would have known what was happening because that's a yeah. lot of the stuff i'm seeing like not backlash but more just like the eternals post credit scene doesn't really make sense because yeah. no one it's going over most people's heads because they don't know that that it's supposed to be blade yeah and it went over your head and you're like the marvel guy you know yeah, because I didn't expect it to be Blade. Like, I yeah, because no, like one would have, no one would have expected it to be I thought it, it was supposed to be, like, The Watcher or something. Yeah, you said that. I only found out it was Blade when I saw an article where the director and um, Kit Harrington, like, Dane Whitman's actor, said, yeah, no, this is Blade. <laughs> For most people, it went over yeah. the head. So just to clarify, this is Blade. Does Blade and the Black Knight like, have, like, history together? Are they, like friends sort in the of. comics or something they they uh, i i feel i don't feel qualified when talking about comics because i'm a <laughs> cinematic universe person, Look, you're more qualified yeah, than i am yeah they have an association in the comics i'm pretty sure this information okay. like i'm literally just getting from like youtube videos i watched of like this credit scene explained <laughs> but like it they makes sense that the characters would be would appear in the same film together. Yeah, it would make sense that their storyline would be together. So it's not something completely random, it's just because they've never been introduced before. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure the Blade was made by Dracula or something? Or not made, but there's... But the Blade and Dracula have an association, and the thing with... No, the, okay, when I say the Blade, I mean the sword, not Blade the person. Yes. The sword yep. <laughs> and Dracula have an association. And then Blade and Dracula, they're kind of like... Op- not opposites, but they're like good guy, bad guy dynamic. Yeah, it's weird, because you were telling me this this morning, and now now that there are vampires in the MCU, I'm so confused. But I feel like they kind of... They kind of were setting it up, though, because early in the film they did mention vampires. So, like, I think they put that line in there just to go, yeah, like, just to kind of help it. And just prep us, like, oh, yeah, there are vampires. Yeah. It's... Well, if there are zombies in What If, then anything can happen. I don't know where the, like, eternal storyline is going to continue, but I'm fairly confident that Dane... Whitman storyline's going to continue in Blade. Oh, yeah. 
It's got to. It'll be stupid of them to not put it in. Yeah. Like, I feel like they were kind of like, let's, let's introduce Dane Whitman in this film for the Blade film later on. Yeah. It would have still been... A, yeah, it still would have been nice if they actually showed Blade in this instead of just the voice, mm, which no one recognised. But, like, that's nitpicking. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's not really, like, a problem. Like, doesn't take away from the film. But it would have been better It just if... takes away from their intentions. Yeah. Like, their intentions yeah. were to, like, go, this is where the story's going to continue. But they didn't, like, execute it well, so most fans just or most just general viewers it went over head so it's yeah. probably going to be like a surprise when they go oh yeah kit harrington's going to be in the blade film they're like what so any any final thoughts i i really liked eternals good I'm i did ex- too i'm excited to see where they continue the eternal storyline Oh, I do have one, one, one final, one final thing. Yes. About Makari. On one hand, yes. very good disability rep. I like that she's that they're using disabled actors because she's deaf, mm. and then displaying that in the film with like sign language. Very nice. She was so underused. Like, yeah, I know cause... I know they're going to have... Because there's a lot of them, they're going to have some characters that aren't as developed as others. And they're just going to gloss over some. But it was... I would have liked to yeah. see more of her. I wanted to... I wanted to know, like, why she stayed in the ship. Like, for all of these years. Hmm. And then what her relationship with Druig is, because that was just kind of glossed over as well. Uh, I wouldn't say it was glossed over. I just feel like they just not underused the characters, but they're like, these characters aren't going to be used as much as the others, so we'll just go, yeah, yeah they have a relationship and that's all. Yeah. But yeah, my final... I liked her. My real final thoughts are just, I like this film, and I'm excited to see where they take the characters and the story after this. Because I feel like, before this, I thought Phase 4 was just going to be, like, focusing on the multiverse and Kang. Yeah. And as that bad thing, bad thing, big thing. But now after this, I think that they're going to, like, do Kang and multiverse, but also kind of establish cosmic marvel yeah which is fun i like my that only they're, real guess they're branching of out where they're gonna yeah my only real guess of where they're gonna take the characters now is that he he did say that he'll come back with judgment but then he bring them so i feel like he's just gonna bring them to the court of the living tribunal and from there it's just gonna be like a whole trial thing and then that's yeah. where they set up like their big cosmic stuff and who knows? You could you could put Galactus in there, like I don't know, just pop a little little Galactus in there. But I think we already know the outcome of the trial because they're not just gonna destroy Earth in the MCU. That's not gonna happen. No, I feel like they're gonna destroy it. 
You do? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I feel like they're going to destroy the Earth, but it's going to be a whole thing like, but because we have the multiverse, we're just going to go to a different Earth. Like another uh. multiversal Earth. So it's like the MCU Earth we know is going to get destroyed, but we're going to move to like a different one. Mm. That could and, then, happen. and then that's how you can get past like new stuff like the um the new avengers and yeah and that's kind of like what they do in the comics how they just every now every few years of that they just do a reboot and it's like okay start again okay but i, I don't know this it's kind of it's kind of exciting me that this is like kind of going in a direction that I don't know. It's mm. one of the times where I'm like, I actually don't know where these are going to go. It's interesting. Because with Spider-Man and stuff, you're like, oh yeah, it's Spider-Man. But with this, I'm like, I don't know. That's cool. That's fun. All right, my, my, my thoughts to the people listening to this. I think you should go watch Eternals. Oh, wait. Oh. It just hit me as well. Yeah. To add on to the cosmic stuff with Shang-Chi... They said that the um, yes. Ten Rings were cosmic, right? Yeah, yeah, because they were a beacon to something. Yeah, so that adds on to it. Like, the Shang-Chi and Eternals and stuff, they're starting to go for like a cosmic thing. Like, yeah. you have your multiverse, but then you also have your cosmic stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the cool. Marvels. Like, the Captain Marvel 2. That can yeah. also be about cosmic stuff. Oh, there's stuff. so much stuff. There's so much stuff. Yeah. Fun. But yeah, that's Eternals for you. Good film. Don't listen to the critics. Just watch it. It's a good film. Yeah, make your mind up yourself. Don't listen to what the reviews are saying. Make up your own mind. It doesn't mind. feel Have like your an MCU opinions. film. It doesn't. It didn't really feel like an MCU film. No, which is and kind of a good thing. I don't know if that's in a good way or a bad way. No, I like, think it's a good yeah. thing. It's kind of refreshing. Yeah, but I feel like you say we... Uh, Everyone says that for every new MCU film. They're like, this doesn't feel like an MCU film. But this one, out of all the newest ones, I do feel like is the least MCU. Because mm. Shang-Chi felt like an MCU film. Yeah, it did feel like your generic like third third yeah. act battle and stuff. But this one just this one just felt like a very character driven story. Mm. Which is good. Yeah. Hmm. That's Yay. it. We're done. We're done. Those are our thoughts. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Have a good week. Um, watch Eternals, and we'll see you next weekend. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye.